Welcome to the dark forest. Jackie and her pals will never bore us. Shameless confessions about our obsession will make us laugh and smile. So let's explore the dark forest and dark down for a while. Hello and welcome to March, Rangers of the Dork Forest. My name is Jackie Cation and you're listening to the Dork Forest. JackieCation.com, DorkForest.com, TheDorkForest.com. These are the websites. We don't have a sponsor yet this month, but uh, you can always donate. Don't forget to, that you can give me $100 a year uh, for listening to this content for free on the iTunes. And you could review if you don't have $100 a year. You could just uh, And you could buy merch at JackieCation.com. Here's the good news. There is a new comedy special, my new hour-long comedy special, stand-up comedy special video on allthingscomedy.com slash records, $5 download, out March 4th. There's a limited edition T-shirt available, a Horcrux Tour T-shirt, available till March 14th. And I need a, a pre-order of 100 to print them. Because they are uh, eight color fancy pants and they're going to be on union made American black t-shirts, much like the Ranger t-shirts, the same style, Bayside. But, uh, they're expensive to make and I'm only going to do a hundred of them or two hundred of them, however many. I'm not going to do more than two hundred of them because I'm tired. But they're a great t-shirt of Jenny Fine's design of the, of the cover of the CD and the DVD and order them. Order them at JackieCation.com slash Horcrux and get the, get the special at allthingscomedy.com slash records. Right now, let's get into the show, because it's March. Hey, uh, Jackie Cation sitting here in my living room with Tom Rhodes, R-H-O-D-E-S. I think we all know how to spell it, don't we? <laughs> no, one, no one know how to spell it? TomRhodes.net. Uh, stand-up comic, hilarious, uh, wonderful human being, and uh, and now sitting in my living room in Van Nuys. Welcome to the program. Hello, friend. <laughs> Hello, friend. I don't get to Van Nuys very often. Well, I don't blame you. <laughs> I think we're doing what we can here. <laughs> it's we're doing as much as we can. So I think that uh that that this is this is our this is our cute little you get a free t shirt, by the way. Oh uh, I get, love it. Yeah, That's you get great. to pick and and I always tell Oh thanks for putting out a selection for me. I did put out I always put out a selection and I always think It's like because most people just have one. And then they'll give you an extra large because they only made extra larges and I don't I never can. I don't. I'm a large. I know. I know. You're so a large. People give me extra larges, and I never wear them. You I, know what? I guess medium because these are these are American made. Because while I'm willing to wear clothing made by toddlers, I'm unwilling to sell clothing <laughs> made by toddlers. So they run big because they're made by Americans. They're gorgeous. who also run big. So uh yeah, and then you just pick a you pick a style. We're rotund people. We're we're a big folk. We're a big. We're well fed. That's what I think. <laughs> I think uh, if I were to be if I were to be smaller, we are the masters of evolution. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and the luck of the draw, my friends, the luck of the draw. As the Indians like to say, not us. We were not we're not as lucky. Not Thanks as lucky. for the blankets. Thanks for the blankets, don't forget to write. And uh yeah. So uh yeah, but I always tell people that you're more than welcome if you have more than enough t shirts in your life. If you're in a t shirt wearer, you don't have to take one. So but uh you're more than welcome to take one. I love uh, it. I think the show's a brilliant concept and I would be proud to uh oh, to, wear your emblem on my chest. Excellent. <laughs> there you go. And uh so let's talk about what is the dorkdom of Tom Rhodes. What do you what do you like to do? 
You told me, you just told me, you were like, should I reveal it before the show? Yeah, I didn't know if, you know, you wanted an authentic surprise moment when we were recording. But. Oh, I, I would have looked up stuff, but, uh, but you know what? No one will be surprised that I don't know It's a very small section things. on my, it used to be more pro, uh, prominent on my website, but now I think you have to go to photos to find it. Okay. I have this strange obsession that I like to go to graves of people that I admire. You visit the graves of people that, that have passed away before us. Uh, that you admire. Like, yeah, I don't know. I think my life has been a never-ending search for heroes. Okay. And uh, the first love of my adult life, I lived with a Parisian girl right, in right. San Francisco. Safely. And uh, her mother, uh, very first time I ever went to Paris, Right. Uh, her mother lives in the Bastille area. Okay. And Père Lachaise Cemetery is there. Okay. So I think that's where this obsession started. Okay. Um, and that's where Jim Morrison is buried. I was going to say, isn't that where so the doors So I went to Jim Morrison's guy? grave. Yeah. And, uh, and, and that was, I don't know, I think 92 when okay. I first went, something like that. And um, you could go there. And you could sit on his grave and, you know, you pictured, I pictured having my moment with Jim. Yeah. But then there's like some stoned loser Belgian kids there and they, oh, you know, so you don't like really. people hang out. People hang out there. But that's changed. Okay. Uh, there used to be a bust of his head there, which was stolen many years ago. People and then now they actually have um, some like police barricades around it. And there is a uh, police security guard guarding it. Okay. Um, but at the same time, uh, there's so many more cool people than Jim Morrison buried in that cemetery. Right. Oscar Wilde is buried, is buried in-, in that cemetery. And his, is it near his mausoleum, which yeah. some woman who was a big fan of his paid for at the time of his death. Uh, it's this, and it's almost like Art Nouveau looking. It's this big stone monolith with like a, uh, there's like, I don't know, an angel or, um, some kind of uh angel like person a, on top okay. of it. Yeah, yeah. But people would kiss it with lipstick. So the so you go there and that's the most brilliant thing I've ever seen in my life. The grave was completely covered with like thousands of kisses, kiss burns. And my girlfriend at the time uh gave me her lipstick and right. I put it on just so I could leave my yeah, yeah. oily lip prints on. <laughs> <clears throat> but uh it was about a year ago they thought, or maybe two years ago, they thought that the oil from the lipstick was eroding the stone. There are oils. So they they encased it with this kind of plexiglass. Okay. And it's not as cool as it used to be. I went there about two years ago when I was in Paris. Um, and people still kiss it, but people have scratched all over it. Like that kind okay. of like subway graffiti when people okay. take a key and yeah. try and, and it looks horrendous, but when it was pure stone, right. And, and people it was were just, just kissing on it. All these hundreds and thousands of, of lipstick That's kisses. Neat. It was absolutely beautiful. That's so, you know, there's part of me that like, there's, there's two different responses to that. One is let it deteriorate. Right. You know, I mean, and it's stone. I mean, come on, the pyramids are still standing. <laughs> Right. Uh, it's going to last as long as it's going to last, which is longer than you think. Yeah. And it and, really is the oil from lipstick right. really going to erode it. Bamford used to do this great, told this great story that she doesn't do anymore about how um, her mom would always come in when she'd stay at the house and uh, and she'd pull the, the, the top sheet to make sure she was tucked into bed better and go, honey, I know you don't want to believe me, but there's oils and it gets on the quilt. And wow. um, which is. 
And I think there are oils, and I think that it's uh, <laughs> things were meant to fall to get apart, oily. and things fall apart. Yeah, yeah. I think it's 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 its own tribute to some extent. I mean, look at the, the what is it the 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 Sphinx in in Egypt. The nose is gone. The nose is gone, but the it's still pretty gone. cool. Pretty cool. That's. It. I would go if they weren't shooting random white people. Oh, I needed I I needed to go. <laughs> I've always wanted to go. Yeah, that's what I've been to a lot of the major. Um, things in the world, but that's, that's one that you I'm, just, you went I'm to Hong no, Kong, right? I've been to Hong Kong many times. Oh, have you been more than? I've been to Hong Kong about five or six times. Okay. It's because I'm going, I'm doing that, that thing. Oh, with, fantastic. With, you'll uh, love it. With Michael Dorsher. Yeah. Yeah. You'll and, love it. Okay. I hope you what should I have see? got some tailors. Uh, they've got the, there's these brilliant tailors and I've been using them for years. That is a very nice shirt. But Did I mean, you, you could that? have anything. You could take out, you know, a picture from a magazine. And they'll, uh, and they'll or or some ancient, you know, if, if you see some 1920s style female right, right. skirt suit that you want. I mean, these people. Could I will recreate. have to talk if to you someone to about like what... a purple wedding dress with right. a with a Indian chief feather <laughs> hat. They right. could they could make it for you. These these people are. And, Andy's going to get a suit for sure. Yeah, well, yeah. these are the, these are the people. Okay, and and if you have a tailor, maybe maybe we could go to your. No, tailor. you should go to that one because there Hong Kong is. It's notorious for tailors and there are a lot of cheap, terrible ones. Okay, so. Uh, you don't want to, you don't want to spend, uh, I had a friend, I, I, I won't mention his name, a comedian who went there about 10 years ago. Sure. And he said, yeah, I heard about these $100 suits. Yeah. And I go, dude, you don't want a $100 suit. Right. And then he went to these tailors who I sent him to. Yeah. And he said, he kept trying to get them and they go, we don't make $100 suits. Right. And then we when I went nice back suit. like a year later, they like, they're, they, these guys love me. I'm, I've been working with them for years. Right. Um, they go, we're sorry. We couldn't help your friend. We just don't make cheap suits. Right. We're not going to make a crummy suit. But for, for like, your friend. you know, $400. Okay. You could have the greatest kind of Armani quality suit him lining world. with every detail. You want the little Italian stitch around yeah, the yeah. lapels and you want a split cuff and you want the real buttonholes on the cuff. Yeah. Cheap suits just have like, Buttons with that are sewn on the edges, right? Right, yeah. Which instead yeah. of buttons, yeah. And then you yeah. got all these secret pockets on the inside, and okay, know, yeah, yeah. I, I would love to get that. But I mean, anything you could imagine as as a as a female, they could do. Uh, there's this British comedian Ross Noble, who he had them make uh, Evil Knievel's leather jacket. The white leather jacket, you know, it had like the blue yeah. stripes oh, down the I side know with what like the, the red. Can, yeah. yeah, I was a huge Evil Knievel fan. Yeah, uh, yeah. growing up, and he had it made. He had it com- perfectly recreated, just yeah. the top white leather yeah. jacket. Uh, and then his house burned down, and it was burned in a fire. Ooh. Ooh. But I saw what? the coat. You saw and it. I saw him wearing it, and oh. that was that was like when I had first started using these tailors. I've never had him do anything leather, right? But I mean, they can do it, right? I don't. I don't know what I would want, but I know that I want. Um, that gig is fun. If Michael Dorsher tells you to yeah. go to the um, Temple of Ten Thousand Buddhas, yeah, skip it. Yeah, skip it. <laughs> Why? What's my favorite the Temple of Ten Thousand? He did tell me Ten Thousand Buddhas there, and it's there's. All the, I like a Buddha. There's all these fake monks in Hong Kong, and they look exactly like monks. They're wearing the like kind of saffron robes, and they yep. got those little wooden. My uh, acupuncture told me bracelets. about the fake monks, and they're fake monks, and then so like. You give them money, like I've 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 given them money for years because they come up. You know, you you go to Thailand and I've been all over Asia, and you see these monks and they got their little bowl, right? And you give them money, it's your alms, right? Right. And so you know, I thought, oh yeah, and I I gave money to these people, and then yeah. 
Uh, it was only the last time I was in Hong Kong last year that I found out that the ones in Hong Kong are fake. Because okay. a real monk would not be on the street begging for money. Okay. And that's what they told me. And then like, wow, you know, the heavens opened up and yeah. epiphany I never realized. And then the when temple, they come or? up to you, you want to smack the shit out of them. Right, and then when they keep coming up to you as you're traveling around Hong Kong and like you're going to start getting angry. You're like, hey, you little imposter. So at the Temple of 10,000 Buddhas, there's signs that says don't give money to the fake monks. Okay. Real monks wouldn't be begging. Okay. Um, but it's this big stairway that you walk up. He told me to do it. I love Michael Dorsher. <laughs> He's a beautiful guy, but skip it. The right. best thing to do in Hong Kong yeah. is the Star Ferry. Okay. Which goes across Victoria Harbor to the Kowloon side. It okay. costs 25 cents. Uh, that, uh, sounds and it's, lovely. And you've got the most spectacular view of Hong Kong. And then on the Kowloon side, they've got this walk of fame yeah. of, uh, Hong Kong cinema. Okay. And there's a brilliant statue of Bruce Lee over there. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And that's the side that the tailors are on. There's, okay. The best shopping is on the Kowloon side. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm, uh, you know, my acupuncturist, she really, she was, she was like, well, you, you know, that Hong Kong's fine. You got to go to Beijing. And I was like, so you grew up in the mainland. And she's like, yes. And uh, so I like she, Beijing. Beijing's awesome. Sure. I'm sure it's amazing. There's a great gig there too, run by, uh, Des Bishop. They do it. Okay. At, I did it after that Hong Kong thing. There's a, are you not doing the China tour? No. No. Cause I'm, you can do Shanghai. Yeah. Uh, is this guy, um, Turner Sparks, uh, who runs that and they're kind of working together with, Michael Dorsher. <clears throat> okay. Linking people up. Yeah, I think he And had Des it. Bishop is a, he's American from New York, but his parents are of Irish descent. So he went to university in Dublin and okay. then he started his comedy career there. Okay. He's actually a big star. He's done five television series for Irish television. Okay. And then he did this last series where he wanted to go to Beijing, live for a year, learn Mandarin and do stand up comedy in Mandarin. Okay. He loved it so much he stayed. Oh, that's and so he's there and he's doing comedy in Chinese. I went with him to this open mic night and he's he and comes he's, up, he comes off and he goes, "Ah, oh, man, I had a bad set." I'm like, "Are you kidding me? You just did it in Chinese, right? For that ten a, minutes, you were speaking Mandarin." Yeah, that's and insane. he's like, "Ah, oh, I had a tough set." Are you kidding me? Yeah, that's so, a win already, my friend. Uh, there's a there's a place there called the Bookworm. Okay, and it's a big bookstore that has a bar in the center. Really? And, uh, and that's they, in Beijing? And yeah. And then you, you do the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's in the humor section. Oh, oh so is it? So it would be Jackie Cashian in the humor section. Yes. Is how they advertise it. Mm-hmm. And it's really cool because mm-hmm. you're standing in front of this like uh, floor to ceiling um, bookshelf. Yeah. And it actually um, looks, awesome looks very background. beautiful on video and in photos. Right, right. That sounds like a great – that sounds like a perfect Beijing's thing. cool. A lot of people don't like Beijing. They think it's dirty um, – I'm a communist at heart. Uh, I, I, I think Beijing is really awesome. Awesome. And, uh, there's a street there where they have everything fried on a stick. You can get, they got weird things like maggot and snake right. and scorpion. Have you tried? But they also do bananas and strawberries. Oh, fair enough. Have so, you, I mean, have you so tried the weird? I, I took a little nibble of the scorpion. Okay. That was yeah, it. And that was plenty. That was plenty. Yeah. I'm, I, uh, I was with this, uh, very large British comedian who ate everything, and I. Right. I have a video of uh, if you if you look Tom Rhodes Beijing, you'll see that street. Yeah, it's you know what I I'm willing to stand next to someone trying everything. That's that was me. That was yeah. great. That's fine. that was me. That'll do. Just a sit there and go, wow. 
<laughs> wow. <laughs> You're willing to eat that? Oh, you do that then. And Are you going to try something? Yeah, I'll have the strawberry. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Turns out there's fruits and vegetables. Mm-hmm. What, uh, are there, are there graves over in Beijing that you went to or any, anything over there that you went no, to? No, I didn't, um, check that out. And like, where's Bruce Hong Lee Kong, they have really, you know, Hong Kong is so limited with space. Oh, right. Where you're going to stay. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the La, Mer- La Meridian. Okay. Which is a little away from the center. I mean, Hong Kong is the only place, uh, comparable to New York City. And right. As far as scale of skyscrapers and stuff. The La Meridian is a very lovely hotel. Excellent. It's in Cyberport. Please Port. sponsor the Dork Forest La Meridian. Yeah, yes. Really swank. And then you oh, pass nice. this big, huge cemetery that's on these hills. Yeah. It's, uh, it's like, um, terraced. Oh, it, but I didn't, it you know, I've be. just driven by there in a taxi. Okay. Then yeah. do you think Bruce Lee is buried there? Good question. Yeah. Cause that might be something. You know, I, a, a lot of the graves I've found, uh, you can go to findagrave.com. Oh, that's right. And you can search by, uh, person or you can do places like you could, you could do Wisconsin. Right. And see who's buried. In what Wisconsin. famous people. And then it would be like, like, is Senator McCarthy there? If I wanted to go, you uh, just look, you could look and right. check out, you know, I mean, that's how I used to do it. Uh, a lot. It was a hobby. Yeah, yeah. To to, um, to go see who was because do you, you live in Los Angeles, right? I don't live anywhere. Do, oh, that's oh, you're yeah. on the road. Is that is that what's happening? I've had everything in storage for eight years. Excellent. You. My wife look... has been with me for six. <laughs> and right. uh, we just spent two, we just spent two months in Europe. Okay. Just got back yesterday. Okay. So we're a little hungover. Oh, uh, sure. I'm sorry. Um, not hungover. Jet lag. Thank sure, you. Sure, sure. It's the uh, last year we spent a month in New Zealand. We'll spend like a, a month or two in Asia. Yeah. And then, you know, this is constantly doing gigs around America. Yeah. So now we got back and now I'm, I'm, I'm booked for the next, um, right. two months solid. So were you in Europe on, on vacation? Taking a, taking no, a moment? gigs everywhere. Oh, gigs, oh, yeah. gigs everywhere. Do you, yeah, I did do two you weeks vacate? in Holland. I lived in Amsterdam for five years. My wife is from Holland. Okay. All right. Um, so I did shows in Holland first. Nice little, small little theater tour. Sure. Then uh did shows in Paris. Right. And then Barcelona. And I then saw the Paris run. I was like, now I want to go to Paris. Paris is a cool gig there. That's a cool gig, I I'll bet. I'll plug you in. All right. Well, let's, we, and, we shall uh, see. Yeah, and you go to Père Lachaise, you can go crazy. And in, in that Père Lachaise, not only Victor Hugo, you have um, I'm Oscar sorry, Wilde and Os- Victor. Oscar Wilde. Chopin is buried there. Um, we were just, we were, we were just in Paris a few weeks ago. Right. And I've, I've been there before. Yeah. I'm a Voltaire freak. Okay. So you go to the Pantheon. Mm-hmm. There's a Pantheon in Rome. They right. tried to, you know, make something on scale with that. And that is where the biggest French luminaries are buried. Okay. So Victor Hugo is there. Um, Emile Zola. Okay. I mean, you know, and what those people don't mean that much to me. Right. It's Voltaire. Right. So it's all about Voltaire. Voltaire is, he's in the, and you gotta go he down. He was a little snarky, I thought. He was really snarky. <laughs> His quotes were brilliant. Um, yes. God is a comedian playing in front of an audience too afraid to laugh. Yeah. Now, if that, that isn't is worth going to the line. guy's grave. Yeah, yeah, checking out. Yeah. Uh, if that's you can, a great line. If you can get people to believe in absurdities, you can get them to commit atrocities. Oh, the guy wow. is just absolutely brilliant. Yeah, yeah. And then when he died, priests dug up his body and burned his bones, apparently. So I'm not sure. Maybe it's the ashes that are there. Oh, right, right. Or maybe it was where he was. That's just something that I I heard. Yeah. And you don't need to, you don't need to know that the body's there, do you? Yeah. I mean, it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. I mean, it's just, it's a nice marker. 
Yeah. You know, you're just like, cause I, I like, you know, the plaques in New York when you run into a plaque. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like or, this happened there right, right. or somebody lived here. Yeah. Right. London is great for that. They've got, um, you know, there's the blue plates in London. Are there blue plates? Yeah. Yeah. That's their historical okay. oh, markers that's awesome. all over London. I, I love a historical marker because it's just, it's just more stories, you know? Yeah. And, um, who, uh, do, do you ever go to the forest lawn here in Los Angeles? Have you ever been to any of that? Uh, no, and uh, I went to that, that that Hollywood Forever like yeah. years ago, but it was before I kind of started this obsession. Okay. Because um, <clears throat> what's some of the first ones I did? Uh, I mean, I after that I, I I played in Kansas City years ago, right? And I went to Charlie Parker's grave. Okay. And I, I was with a, uh, 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 African American comedian from Kansas City who was opening for me. And he took me just cause he was like, man, I'm from Kansas City mm-hmm. and I, I've never been there. He goes, I, I, he goes, yeah. I have to drive you. It's my duty. Right. I'm ashamed. I've never even thought to go there. Right. And it was some old, um, African American. Right. It was cemetery yeah. that like actually had, you know, uh, abandoned couches and, uh, washing machines at the perimeters. Oh, interesting. Maybe it's changed. So it was, it and wasn't a great it, neighborhood is what you're saying. No. Wasn't an ideal neighborhood. No. Yeah. And then the, and then the grave itself was, you know, um, I, I cleaned it up a little bit. It yeah. didn't. Pretty look, simple. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, is there's just, there's not a lot of, with the only great, there's, there's a, there's a, there's a graveyard in South Milwaukee, Wisconsin, where my grandmother is, is buried and my great uncle Haji, who has a, has a great story, but he used to have, um, it was back in the day where they, they'd embed like a little locket with a picture on it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen those. Yeah. And I remember when I was a little kid, his picture was on it. But when I, when I went back in college, they had, someone had stolen it or knocked it off or something. And you know what? I mean, things aren't going to last forever and we have the picture, you know, in life. Right. So it's not like we don't have it, but it was, um, but I, yeah, I, um, do you like older graveyards or is it, it, it's the people really. It's more the people and, um, so what do you do? Do you go? You know, and the, you, you know, uh, I've been at Jimi Hendrix's grave. Okay. Um, which is in Renton, Washington, outside of Seattle. Okay. And it used to be a really, um, uh, it, it, just a small, basic, uh, rectangle. Okay. And he, his fan, it was on this, you know, side section of the cemetery. They, and I went back a couple years ago. They've since dug him up and his family because he was, uh, next to his, his family member. Yes. And they made like kind of a mausoleum. Okay. And so now the the plaque that was on the ground mm-hmm. is is kind of on the uh, uh, propped up, or propped something? up on this nice, you know, like marble columned uh, kind of ma- mausoleum. And then all of his family, I guess, you know, his uh, his dad, parents, and, and whoever whatever, else, yeah. of the Hendrix family is there. Yeah. Uh, I was in Tulsa. Long time ago, and went to Sam Kinison's grave. I was going to say, isn't Kinison buried yeah. there? Yeah, and uh, and and I was I was doing this absolutely horrendous gig that no longer exists. Well, that's for the best. Uh, Tulsa, and it, it was like you know, and it's like it wasn't it was, the Tulsa Comedy Club, was it? Yes, up by the uh, the praying hands of Orson Scott Card. That was the one. Uh, Orson Orson Welles. Orson. That was the one. That was and the one. Um, yeah, yeah, on his grave it says, in any other lifetime, he would have been a prophet. Oh. In San Pedro, mm-hmm. California, uh right next to Los Angeles by Long Beach is uh 
Charles Bukowski's buried there. And he's got that kind of flat, rectangular yeah. grave. And on his grave, it says, don't try. <laughs> um, That's a guy who yeah. gave 20%. He's uh, like, workaholism, not his Dallas, problem. In yeah. I went to uh, Mickey Mantle's grave. And he's in this section of kind of... Um, uh, not where like, you know, they have cremation yeah. things where they got kind of, I guess the, the, sh- the, the drawers. drawers? Yeah. yeah. So he's in kind of like one of those in, enclosed little buildings. Yeah. And on his grave, it says a great teammate, which, wow. you know, the, the, um, Mickey the, Mantle? the, uh, subliminal thing that's not said is shitty husband, shitty father. <laughs> The unspoken because he was, rest of it. Yeah, because yeah. he was all about his team and getting drunk and you know yeah. screwing around on his wife. Yeah, but I mean, you know, so I mean, you I, you know, you meet people and you're just like, that guy is working very, or that woman, or whatever. That person is working really hard at their career and at their life, and they're making sure that they are good to everyone around them in their career. But then you think, but to be married to that person, right? <laughs> to try to go out with that person. Would not be great. Right. It's not. So. Did you ever see that HBO movie that Billy Crystal made called 61 no. Asterisk? No, no. Uh, and it was about when Roger Maris broke Babe Ruth's home run record. Okay. And Roger Maris and Mickey Mantle were uh, neck and neck that whole season. To okay. Someone, one of them was going to break it. And everybody, everybody wanted Mickey Mantle to break it because everybody loved him. Yeah. And Roger Maris was from North Dakota. They thought he was a, a hayseed. Right. A he rube. Didn't fit in in New York. Right. And the press just, uh, he had, his hair was falling out. He was just so stressed. Oh. And, uh, and he would, he, he would like smoke cigarettes in the dugout. You could do that back then. <laughs> uh, That's awesome. And they were, and Mickey Mantle and, and Roger Maris was, you know, he's a good family guy. He's calling his wife every night. Mickey Mantle's out getting drunk every night. And uh, the actor who who played him was brilliant. He's going, everywhere I go, Mickey, have a drink. Mickey, have a drink. This is a hard town not to have a drink in. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. And what, what did Billy Crystal play in the damn thing? He just directed it and produced it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, because I wanted him to play like... Brilliant movie. And it was HBO... Um, Original? I, yeah, yeah I, okay. I, I, I own the DVD. It's in storage. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's, absolutely love that. So is it, is it music and, and sports, baseball that, that drew you to these people? Or like, what do you know well, about? Well, I mean, like, I lived in Amsterdam and, uh, I've always been obsessed with, um, Rembrandt. Okay. And the life of Rembrandt and the Vesta Kirk. Okay. It's the West. Church. Yes. They, they really name things so cleverly there. Uh, there's the new church, which is like 400 years old, but it's called the new church. Oh, sure. And then, uh, on the west part of the city is the west church. Anyway. Classic. Rembrandt was buried in the floor. They did that back then. Right. With really special, uh, the floor of the church. In the, in the floor of the church. I think I saw that in Italy. They buried him. Yeah. And, uh, a few hundred years. For a hundred years, sometime after Rembrandt was long dead, uh, the people of Amsterdam, someone decided that, uh, he wouldn't be important and he wouldn't be remembered. So they dug up his body and yeah. he's buried in a mass grave in Demon, which is, uh, like what Rancho Cucamonga is to Los Angeles. Okay. So just like some weird suburb. So strange. Of so Amsterdam. I went and I went to that church that, because I had read that, that that was where he was buried. And then yeah. I, I went up to, you know, one of the 
guys working in the, the church. And I'm like, I, I don't, where, I don't, yeah. Where's the Rembrandt? I don't see it. I, I heard he was buried there. And then the, the guy that worked there told me, oh yeah, well, he was. So out. they threw him into a mass grave. Who were the other 120 people? I, I mean, was it I mean, again, like Amsterdam is such a small city. Right. And you know, for, you know, oh, a is thousand it a years of history. They, 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 you know, they couldn't there, bury people in the city. There's no space. There's no space. I've never been to Amsterdam. Yeah, it's it's, it's uh, minuscule. Okay, yeah, I don't smoke pot and uh, and. Well, Anne I mean, Frank it's really a city sad. of art, yeah, you yeah. know, more than it is right. Then, pot and prostitutes. Even I, I think they they do that on purpose so that the rest of the world doesn't focus on their banking practices. <laughs> They're like, look over They're, there. Yay, look tulips and weed. Oh, yeah, we're all about <laughs> whores over here. But, I mean, yeah. uh, the Rolling Stones, U2, Coca-Cola. Okay. Uh, all these massive corporations are all uh, – the Elvis Presley estate is based in Holland because of their lenient tax breaks and uh, banking loopholes. Interesting. Yep. I'm the man that's going to tell you this kind of thing. That's right. That's what I needed to know because you hear you hear about the Swiss, man. Those guys have terrible PR. They just got the knives and uh and and the the yodeling. But uh the good cough drops. <laughs> they have pretty good cough drop situation happening. Recola. <laughs> but I okay, so the all right, all right. So the Dutch. The only thing I know about the Dutch is uh, the sabotage. Is uh, the the origin of the word sabotage was when um, the factory workers would throw their wooden shoes into the woodworks, uh, in into the into the factory um, churning things, and then everybody get half a day while they fix the machine. And it was called sabotage. I did not know that. Yep, I don't know. I think I learned that at my at my hippie uh, t-shirt ch- uh, company, Northern well, Sun know, Merchandising. Berserk comes from like Norway, and that uh, what's their uh, what's they're doing the ber- the Norwegians? I forgot, God, I know. I the Norwegians created the word berserk. Maybe I'll look it up. What Somebody, I forget what it is, but mm, if, if yeah, I'd be so smart if I knew that. So who was who who's so there's there's good looking graves, right? Yeah, people who have sweet looking graves. And then there's uh what what are the best looking graves you've seen offhand that you can remember? Well, I mean, uh, Père Lachaise is artwork. They're these just beautiful statues, and okay. so a lot of uh, families had these big, huge like oh, like uh, a monument and monuments, then, then they're and surrounding the whole families them, right? buried in. And then you got these epic statues all over it. Um, in Buenos Aires. Argentina. My mm-hmm. mother's from mm-hmm. Buenos Aires. I've got cousins there. I've been down there like three times. Okay. Um, the, uh, the Recoleta cemetery, uh, Ava Perone is in there, oh, but she's sweet. like kind of in a small kind of humble thing. Um, but the, 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 why do I thought, I would have thought she would have been taxidermied. I don't know why. Just like um, standing there. Right, right, just standing there looking beautiful. Yeah. And <laughs> going, uh, That one also is like Père Lachaise where, I mean, it would be worth it just to go there for the photos. Right. I mean, just the, the, the statues and one was like a, some teenage girl died and it's, there's a statue of her and her dog. Aww. And they're, and they're sweet. almost like little houses. Okay. These, um, these little mausoleums where people are buried. And yeah, that, yeah. that Recoleta cemetery is absolutely breathtaking. Um, you know, like in Los Angeles, I, I, you know, to go to, uh, Forest Lawn. Right. Or like the Hollywood Forever thing. Um, I thought that was too easy. When right. I, but when I lived in Los Angeles the last time, mm-hmm. like nine mm-hmm. years ago. Sure. Um, I was looking up 
I was I was living on Wilshire Boulevard in Koreatown, uh, which was okay for a year. Right. <laughs> then, it can then, be all right and, if there's a doorman I building. I like to be discriminated against. You know, as a white person, <laughs> it's very rare that I get discriminated against. <laughs> right. But if, right. You, if you're in Koreatown, they treat you like jackass if you're not Korean. <laughs> right. The Koreans like, would. They, they, there was a guy that there was a there was a copy shop where like you know you could send faxes and stuff, yeah. and this guy pretended like he didn't speak English to me. I'm like, are you kidding me? We talked baseball last week. You don't remember me? Right. I like baseball. You like baseball. Now, it was a week later. <laughs> you, you anyway. Would... All right. Um, there's a <laughs> cemetery. What is that street? Um, and I looked it up and it's, it's a really kind of rundown cemetery and, uh, Hattie McDaniel is buried there. Okay. The who was in, um, Gone with the Wind. I don't know nothing about Birth and No Babies. Right, right, right. And, and she was Mamie? a brilliant actress. Yeah, she was in, uh, Holiday Inn. She did tons of films. Right. And, uh. Um, and should have been doing Shakespeare, but was a brilliant not. actress. Right. Yeah. And I mean, and, and you know, and back then and, you know, the discrimination. Yeah, clearly not, uh, not being offered, not being offered those roles. Right. I mean, I mean, yeah. to be a, to be a, a, a female, African-American actress back then and have the longevity that she had, I think, is even more remarkable. Yeah, she must have been. Well, that's she must why put I up think. with a lot of She bullshit. put up with a lot of bullshit. And yeah. she also, I think, must have been an amazing, just, I, yeah, socially she might have been well, really I read about good. her too. And I think she, she, she took care of a lot of her family members. She did a lot of things for like people in her neighborhood. Oh, socially and, with the. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, her grave is. You know, one of those little, you know, rectangular, normal, small Mm -hmm. ones. Um, When I was in Houston, one of my all-time heroes in life is Lightning Hopkins. Who's that? Uh, My my favorite blues singer of all time. Okay. Um, What did he play? He played a guitar. Okay. Um, Long black Cadillac blues. Oh, baby. Yep. Come on back. Because you got something to mind. That I sure do lack. And that's my black Cadillac. <laughs> oh, uh, sweet. He did a lot of cool songs. Yeah. Uh, Mojo Hand. That's, um, that's his best album. I'm going to Louisiana and get me a Mojo Hand. <laughs> um, and his name's Lightning. He, Lightning Hopkins. And what is Mojo? Is Mojo and I, Hand it's a funny, joke? I used what to is... have this argument. I, I dated this girl years ago and I forever I wanted to, I've since gotten over it. Um, but it was the French girl that I lived with. Okay. Uh, I wanted to name my, my, if I ever had a son, I wanted to name him Lightning. 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 L-I-G-H-T-N-I-N apostrophe. <laughs> and, 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 cause that's, that was his name. Lightning. Not, right. not Lightning. Right. But Lightning. his mama did not name him Lightning. Uh, and so, um, but you wanted to name your son Lightning. I wanted to name Lightning Rhodes. And, Lightning Rhodes. Uh, and this girl was completely against it. And it was, a, it was an ongoing argument that we had throughout our relationship. <laughs> and I said, listen, baby, I just want you to know I love you so much. I put a G at the end of it. See? She wouldn't go for it. it. What what I'm saying here is that that is the compromise that is Tom Rhodes. Yeah. That's what it is. You'll bring that to the table. I will put a G on a baby <laughs> that I am naming Lightning. <laughs> it would be so much cooler and apostrophe. With but the- uh so I brought uh I went to a liquor store and I got <laughs> I got a I got a little bottle of whiskey and then I got a glass with ice. And I poured him a glass of whiskey and then I brought him like a dozen roses. Nice. Because the guy is really um, provided, uh, and that's, I, I always try and, you know, like Charlie Parker's grave, I cleaned it. I went to, and I, Sam Kinison's grave. Yeah. I brought like, um, 409 squirt 
stuff. Oh, right, to tidy and, it up. And uh, like uh, kitchen paper towels. Was Bill there asking you for a dollar? No? No. Okay, fair enough. No, who's that? His brother? Yeah, it was his brother. Yeah. And so, <laughs> so like, if, so if it's like a, if, if, sometimes I'll try and do that where like I'll, I'll, I'll try and, you know, clean a grave of somebody. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's nice to tidy up a grave, but I, I've only done it for family. I mean, I think this is an interesting, like, who do I, who would I love so much that I'd want to see their grave? You know, like, is there, is there an author? Is there, like, I did go to a pub where Tolkien hung, hang out. Used to hang out in Oxford, and that was neat. But I've never been to like his grave. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, to go to see where Tolkien is buried. I've been to Michael Hutchinson's grave in Sydney, Australia. My father, um, yeah. who I was very close to, and my father's the reason I'm a stand-up comedian. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a decorated war hero in Vietnam. Okay, uh, he was killed by a drunk driver. All right. Um, he survived being shot down in a helicopter in Vietnam and he saved these guys' lives. He got like five medals for wow. it. Um, so he was killed in 2009. Wow. And he got buried in, that. uh, yeah, it was rough. Yeah. Uh, he got buried in, um, Arlington. Oh, right. And Arlington's full. They don't, you don't get in Arlington unless you are a badass. Right. They got to move people. Yeah, they I mean, got to rearrange. There's limited yeah. space there. Yeah. So you really to be buried in Arlington now, you have to really have uh, accomplished something so, in battle. Yeah. Did he get like a silver star or something? Or yeah, was... he got that. He got the Distinguished Flying Cross, uh, which I think is the most uh, prestigious one he got. He got the Purple Heart. He got like five yeah. medals for this one incident. Right. Right. Um, my dad's favorite drink. Uh, was a rusty nail, which is scotch and drambuie. And he would always, and he taught me when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. How to make it. Okay. For him, the way sure. he liked it. You know, like. Yeah, yeah. Three quarters scotch. You're nine. Quarter drambuie. Yeah, yeah. And then you stir it. Yep. You know, and mm-hmm. then like, and I, even. How at, many cubes? Even as a, you know, I mean, we're talking in a cocktail glass. Okay, so a sort of so a we're, we're, we're talking. Not, not a tall glass, a, but a. Little tiny bit more than half okay. of ice. Okay. So I mean, even as a, a lifelong drinker, I could never handle it. I never did scotch was something I could never right. what handle. Is, is and even, like a and I told him as only people or? who like survived com- <laughs> combat missions in uh in, in Vietnam. In Vietnam could would drink this drink. I said, I don't have anything I need to forget that uh <laughs> that I would need so anyway. Um and then I, I, my dad, after his accident, he was in, it was just this thing where, um, he wanted a McDonald's apple pie and I forgot. Oh. So when I went to his grave, the last time I was in Washington, DC, and I actually, I cried my eyes out when I saw it. I had been there for the funeral and right. couldn't stop crying the whole time. Um, and I, I brought him, I made him stop at the liquor store, got him the cocktail glass, bought yeah. a bag of ice. Yeah. Got the drambuie and the scotch mm-hmm. and made him his drink and I left him a, uh, the apple pie, you yeah. know, and sat there with him. Um, and then my sister, um, died yeah. of breast cancer in 2011. Oh, Christ, dude. Yeah. And then I was really mm. close with my sister. Um, so for my, on her birthday and the, the anniversary of her death, yeah. If if I'm in Florida, uh, my family's from the Orlando area. Okay. Um I will go by 
uh, florists can be kind of expensive, but we got this grocery store chain and, um, sure. In, in Florida, it's called Publix, which oh, yeah. I, is my With favorite. With an X, I yeah. think, right? Uh, yeah. We're shopping as a pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> they have a fantastic florist and you can get a dozen roses for like sure. 20 bucks. Okay. So I'll always spend, uh, at least a hundred bucks. Okay. Try to and get I'll try many. and get as many different, uh, colors as I can. I'll get yellow, pink, red, white. And I cover my sister's grave, uh, with like either, with at least a hundred dollars of roses. Yeah. From like, from, from, from the headstone to the toes. Right. Just absolutely. And I, and I, and I, I lay them gently and I'm like, I'd make a nice, <coughs> I lay them out very yeah. nicely on yeah. top of her. Cause that's, yeah. Did she love roses? Uh, or it's yeah, just super I mean, pretty. Yeah, did, I mean, yeah. I mean, she, she liked. Flowers. Flowers in general. Right. She's a person. So yeah. Who doesn't like flowers? Yeah. That's nice. Do you have any other siblings or? Mm. Yeah. Two older brothers. I don't think they'll be getting the rose treatment. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's a deflated football. (laughs) It's like, here's a tennis ball I found. (laughs) Here's, here's this thing. Well, it's funny, you know, the the thing about going to the graves that I've always, you know, like, like there's certain ones like lightning Hopkins. Yeah. Um, Hattie McDaniel, mm-hmm. uh, Michael Hutchins. Who's Different, Michael Hutchins? He was the lead singer of In Excess. Thank you very died much. Died of autoerotic All musical reference, uh. <clears throat> so there, there's been graves like those where you've got a massive cemetery. Right. And you don't know where it is. Oh, right. So you have to wonder pretty much the whole, and row by row, up and, and down, really but, until you up. can find it. Yeah. Especially like the really ghetto one. Where Charlie Parker is and Hattie McDaniel, there's no like office, right? Because a lot of cemeteries see. have an office, and you go, "Hey, you know, where is this grave?" And then they mm-hmm. they give you a little map, and you can find it. That's pretty easy. But yeah. uh, but a lot of times, you know, you just wonder. And the thing about it is that I always enjoyed. Uh, or, well, the, the the thing about the exercise is that you're walking through these cemeteries and you're looking for this person mm-hmm. that. It always reminds me to live. Oh, there you go. We're all going to drop dead. Yep. And that you should enjoy, you know, every day. I went to Bon Scott's grave. I was in, I did the Perth Comedy Festival. Okay. And Bon Scott was the original lead singer of ACDC. Thank you very much. Which helped me get through high school. Which helped me get through high school without killing anybody. Oh, good. Uh, instead of like getting into some fights, I would go home and listen to like Powerage and, Highway to Hell. And, and some people uh, shredding, man. Just bringing it. Just yeah, yeah. bringing it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I put flowers on his grave. I mean, I always try, I always try and at least bring flowers. Yeah. To these people. So this was, this obsession started before anyone that w- I, I, that I loved and was close to me had died. Okay. So, yeah. so when, so that's when my dad and my sister, yeah. who I loved more than anyone in life. Yeah. You know, so when they died, so like, mm-hmm. So if, if, if I go visit their grave, I, you know, I'll spend a hundred dollars on mm-hmm. roses or yeah. definitely make sure I bring my dad's favorite cocktail. Right. And a McDonald's apple pie. And a McDonald's apple pie. So yeah. Yeah. My mom. I was really close with my dad and I w- w- did, did, didn't have anything that was left unsaid. Mm-hmm. There was no bad feelings between us. Good. It was just this one stupid moment where I forgot an apple pie. And, and that's like that. It was after he had, he because he, he, he was in the hospital for like three months after he was in this automobile Current. accident. Yeah, yeah. And it was, it was touch and go. And right. he, he loved McDonald's apple pies. And it was like, I know he wasn't mad. 
Right. It was just this one stupid thing that I forgot. Right, right. Yeah. But so. <laughs> right. It, it beats you up. It doesn't. He, he but no, I think he would think it's hilarious that, that you, you know, that I, that, that, that I, I bring a fucking apple pie every time. <laughs> it's like, I just wanted the one. I'm good. Mm. That's, uh, but that's awesome. That's great. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I, uh, um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't see where my stepmother died a year and a half ago and of many years. And so I didn't go to her burial because, uh, her brother, my uncle Greg, uh, was such a dick to me that I was like, mm, I'm going to, I don't need to see the yeah. internment. Uh, what I will do is I will go back later and, and it took me forever to find it because it was a big, it's a big Catholic cemetery in Cudahy, Wisconsin. And I was like, oh, it's got to be around here somewhere. And, uh, and so, yeah, we just, you go row by row and you just, you, and it's interesting. I like to see the older sections of, of cemeteries. I don't do a lot of, a lot of, like my, I always visit my, my biological mom and my grandmother and my grandfather in, in the little, there's a tiny Armenian cemetery in South Milwaukee, Wisconsin that my dad, um, as always, he's like, so, so your, your mom is there. And then there's a spot for me. I was thinking Nancy could be on the other side. And then if I get married two more times, I could just be surrounded by women. And cause my father <laughs> is hilarious. Hilarious. Yes. Uh, my Cause even in death, he wants to look like a playboy. Oh my God. <laughs> Especially. I got in one death. on each arm. <laughs> have, you, have you noticed this? <laughs> I think especially in death. <laughs> I get it. That's hilarious. Right, right. Well, you know, right after my stepmom died, he goes, you know, I'm going to die. Like the next day. I'm like, Dad, nice making it about you almost immediately. Nice work. And, uh, well, I mean, death wait? is kind of removed from our culture, you know. And then, you know, when you're young, you don't realize it. And, I mean, I, and when I had this obsession with these great, I mean, it didn't really. Yeah. And I'm glad you brought up about not going to the funeral because here's the weird thing. Yeah. I don't go to funerals. Yeah. Hate funerals. Well, and I only went to my father and my sister's funeral because it was my father and my sister. Right. And you can't I remember not go when to I those was things. about my grandmother who I adored died when I was like 12. Yeah. And I was tore up about it. Yeah. And I remember the family's going to the the, the to the funeral and I and I I told my dad I go I, I don't want to go. I don't yeah. wanna, I don't want to remember her being put in a hole. Right. I want to remember her and I remember saying this to him as a kid. And so I've held on to that my whole life. People have died that I've known, yeah. been friends with, different family members, and I want nothing to do with a funeral. Right. And I don't want to. I don't want it in my mind. How about a wake? I don't That's want it in my mind. Part. Picturing <laughs> the, like the the, the casket casket going into a hole in the ground. Okay. But the you know do you go to the wake. Yeah, something like that. Absolutely. Um, Where they're all made up and sitting in a. I remember I lived in in New York City, ninety eight, ninety nine, when the comedian Jerry Red Wilson died. Okay. Irish Catholic family from Queens, and they had a wake, and his body was in the living room. Right. And I I went to that, Um, but I went to my dad's and my sister's funeral, and those are the only funerals I've ever been to in my life because it was my dad and my sister. No, 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 no. No, there's no, there's no. no viewing and. No, and my sister didn't want a viewing. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want a viewing. Yeah. No, no to those, uh, who yeah. might be involved in, in. Well, you need to specify that. My sister specified. Yeah. And, you know, um, my sister was Catholic. Our family, you know, we're Catholic yeah. most of our lives. Yeah. And she specified that. She's like, I'm good. We just, everyone remember me how I was. That's what I, that's what I'd prefer. 
you know, it's yeah. a, you want to. Well, and that's it. I want to remember people for, yeah. um, you know, there was a really nice slideshow with my, with my, my stepmom and, um, and those slides were awesome. You know, her just laughing and having a good mm-hmm. time. And she used to belly oh, dance. Oh, yeah, we took that trip. Yeah, we oh, took that wow, trip. Oh, wow, she loved that dress. She loved that yeah, thing. Yeah, like that. I don't need to see. There's no reason for the propped up. That's a lot. Yeah. And uh, and it's good. And my nephew, uh, who was 12 at the time, he uh, he comes up to me. He's like, in all of my video games, whenever there are dead people, they always come back to life. Can I not go up to the to the casket? And I was like... I don't want to go up to the casket. You don't have to go up to the casket. You're a good kid. Call it. Yeah. And so, I mean, the, it, it is, it is weird how we treat death in, in the culture because no, well, death is removed from our culture. We don't see our, our, our meat being slaughtered. All right. We send old people to, uh, um, Green to, yeah. you know, what is it called? Old folks homes. Old folks homes mm-hmm. to die away from, uh, the family. Death is completely removed from our, our culture. I would love to be someone who was important enough or people cared about that somebody would want to come visit my grave the way I've gone to these graves. Right. So yeah, yeah. here's my plan. Oh, what's the plan? If I can afford it, I'd like to have a grave with a jacuzzi. <laughs> and you know, and we're like, I could leave enough money where it was cleaned regularly. It was maintained. And like, sure. you know, people, people not only come, but like you need to hang out with me. Right. And like think, wow, what a great guy. He left the jacuzzi. <laughs> Wow. I wonder that is that is quite the dream sequence. I like that as a dream sequence. You'd have to have the money to And it's funny, I actually think jacuzzis are disgusting and they're yeah, germ I incubators. I, yeah, but, I, I don't want to sit in a but I think, of but other if, if, if it could be cleaned every day and people What about a hot dog stand? <laughs> I prefer like a hot dog stand or something. There's a guy working every day. Every day and available. His, his whole job is just give out any give out and hot dogs to anybody. Anybody, anybody who shows up? How about apple pies? <laughs> exactly. That's it. That's it. <laughs> The guy just like that, uh, the carousel, keeping right. them warm. Wait, how about, maybe there's just like a, a little carousel, <laughs> a, an actual horse carousel where you could ride around my grave. That, that would be cool. You know, like you, you put like the quarter in the thing yeah. and the, the little tiny, yeah, yeah, uh, just the a, ride with the right, three horses on it. Right. The, or in front of the grocery store, in front of the Publix. Right. Those uh, things. The, one of those things where the children ride the horse. The children's horse. <laughs> that would be awesome. Uh, I might need to do that. That 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 will be in lieu ski of a gravestone. That would be pretty cool. Oh, ski ball! To have ski ball in your grave. I kind of want to. And like you get you know, like three. right on the right on the top of the the tombstone <laughs> is like the the bullseye. <laughs> oh wait! Remember those and things that a... you throw and they fall into the dunking machine? <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, maybe that's something. A little effigy of me. You just whip a dunking a ball machine. That's and hot. a dunking machine. That would be nice. Mm. Do you ever play Mortal Kombat? Do you ever play that? No. Do you have any tattoos? I don't know why. Oh I'm no, digressed. I have no tattoos. Me neither. Have you ever thought about getting never a tattoo? Never wanted a tattoo. Never. Um, never never you, liked tattoos. If you got a tattoo and regretted that tattoo, what do you think that tattoo would be? Um, you know, I, 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 I used to do a joke that I, um. Well, let's resurrect it. Let's do it. That, uh, if I ever got a tattoo, I'm, I'm, I, if I ever got it, I'm torn. The reason I don't have a tattoo is because I'm, I don't, I'm torn. I'm not sure. Right. I either want to get a skull <laughs> with snakes coming out of the eyes. Right on. With 666 underneath it. Okay. Or mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Huckleberry Hound playing a banjo. <laughs> How adorable would that be? <laughs> Maybe the compromise would be Huckleberry Hound's head and two banjos crossed. 
Ooh, like a like a skull yeah. and crossbones. No, I actually don't like tattoos and never okay. wanted one. Did your dad uh, have I, tattoos? No, no. What no. branch of the service was he in? He was in the army. He was an army guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Never. Nobody in my family ever thought tattoos were cool. Oh, you can't out white trash um, me. And then I've I've been to I've I've been with women that um are tatted up. Well, I remember like the French girl had a very poorly done mermaid above her ass, <laughs> and you know, and we'd be doing it doggy style, and I'd be looking down like, really? This was Why? a choice. I'm no longer hard. Yeah, it is very and, 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 difficult. I, I, it's uh, yeah, it's, it's I've a, never ever ever right? had any desire. Because you love to, Rembrandt. I think scars you are think uh, scars are, are more interesting. Are, are cooler. I, I have a scar on my finger. Anybody can get a tattoo. Sure, a you have scar. to earn a scar. You know what's happening there when your eyeball? What happened there? Uh, I got drunk and blacked out January first, and I got six stitches on my forehead. This very, this very, uh, this very January first. Haven't had a drink since. Oh, good for you. Stone cold soap. Stone. Uh, let's have a little coffee Cheers, clink baby. to that. Yeah. All right. So yeah, that's fresh. That uh, that that's a noob. This one, uh, I uh, I my first ever audition, uh, for a stand up set. MTV, because this is always said MTV. Uh, this is back in the half hour comedy hour days? Pre, pre we're talking what? 1994, what? 95. No, that was the, the stand up half hour comedy hour. Oh, was that what that was? That was what that was called. I think it was yeah, like Ed about McMahon five years. Thing. It was an Ed on MTV. Ed McMahon wasn't on MTV. Star Search. Star Search. It was a that Star was Search McMahon. thing. Yeah. That was a terrible idea. I think from 91 to 95, MTV had. That's Maybe good. that it, it, I thought it was MTV. Wow, I used to drink a lot as well. But what I did was uh, I got so uh, angry, I turned around and I punched the wall because uh, I'm a man. And uh, what Star Search would do that to you? <laughs> right. I remember that show. And, uh, and who, it, it was framed in glass. I hit a picture, and it rained down glass on my hand, mm. and it cut. Uh, in between the two tendons, which is why I can still this move is this at finger. the show. This is at the show before I go up. I take a t-shirt from the comedy gallery <laughs> in Minneapolis, in Minneapolis and I wrap it around my hand and I'm like, can I just go next before I go to the hospital? And they're like, no, no, no. You'll be going to the hospital and not going next ever. Wow. So, uh, that was my MTV career cut, uh, very short. Very short. Wow. Uh, couldn't happen to a nicer person. Wow. Was I a dick, but it was fine. Um, but it's uh, but I couldn't. Scar I remember that show, and I I I, I remember why I couldn't imagine ever subjecting yourself to that. Right. I remember Brad Garrett won the thing. All right, once. Um, I, I, I that show was so horrendous. It was so bad. So horrendous. Rivaled only by the. Unleashed. I couldn't imagine why any comedian would subject himself to that. Five hundred dollars. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. Why wouldn't you want five hundred dollars? Well, you could blow guys do at the bus every- station and keep your dignity. <laughs> <laughs> You'd think, except for that. I always think I'm like, remember Funny Money? Did you ever do that? The thing Pardo hosted uh-uh. for it was a, it was a game show of sorts, and it was on the game show network. And uh, I did that because I needed four hundred dollars, and I was like, no one's ever going to see it. Who cares? And uh, and so it was fine. But what I will say about scars versus tattoos is you're right. You earn them and you learn. Like every time I see that scar, I uh, I don't lose my temper. Yeah. I, it reminds me, oh, right, that worked out. Yeah. Losing my temper. So why don't you keep it together? Well, you're right, because I look in the mirror now and I see this scar on my forehead. And I go, oh, my drinking days are over. You're good. Yeah, you're good. I'm you don't done. need another, another giant <laughs> pile yeah. of booze. Yeah. It's, uh, it's an interesting, as you get older, you're just like, it's fine. You know, it's, uh, some, some lessons are, are just harder to. I know. I kind of wish it would have happened years ago. You sure. Know, I don't know. Maybe I wasn't smart enough, uh, years ago. To have had that epiphany, 
Um, it's just, but especially being on stage now. Yeah. And, and that's, I think that's the kind of the main thing. I mean, I love waking up the next day and I'm awake. Yeah. You don't have to spend half the day recovering from a hangover. Um, but I love having total clarity, mm-hmm. total recall of jokes. I, you know, right. things, ideas that are swirling in my head. Right. Um, absolutely loving being on stage right now. What do you love? Uh, do you love, uh, the fact that every emotion is real? Do you love that? Like joy is real and pain is real, right? Cause you can't dose it. You know, you don't have anything to, you don't have anything to drown it out with. And you're like, well, I guess I'll be living through this, um, terrible uh, thought process. But then when you get through that terrible thought process, stone cold sober, all you can think is, Oh, well that's over. Thank God that's over. <laughs> and you did it right. And you didn't have to drink or drug or, you know, and then my phone that. likes to ring every episode, every episode. It's not true, but every it, couple. It could be star search. You got, you finally got your talk, call back. Talk amongst yourself. <laughs> hey, Jackie, Ed McMahon, uh, here. He's, he's dead. That would be weird if he called. <laughs> we were reviewing the tape from 1991 and decided we grade? were completely wrong. Yeah, we got the landline just in case, uh, the big one hits. And, uh, I don't know if the big one hits, I think we're screwed on the landline anyway, but. Right. What? In case the cell phone service goes out. Right. Wow. Safety mouse, Andy Ashcraft, uh, my fella. He, he's like, no, it's safer. It's safer to have the, the, the landline. And I was like, all right, well, let's have a landline. Do you guys then. also have an apocalypse bunker? We do not. We, uh, I have, uh, some, some water have, in my um, trunk. Baked beans that'll last a hundred years. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, uh, I think I did. I, we went to the Army Navy store and I bought a bunch of stuff because it was fun. Uh, <laughs> just in case uh, the big one hits, right? And then I have some really old bottled water in my trunk. Just in case, uh, I'm trapped somewhere. Do you have a, an earthquake? No, you don't. I don't Probably in stir- storage. Uh-uh. You might. Nope. Do you know what's in storage? Let's leave on this. What, what is in storage? I think the remarkable thing, I mean, I've got weird things. I mean, I've, I've got a massive baseball collection, baseball card collection. Oh, okay. Uh, I've got things because I've been a world travel forever. I mean, yeah. my, my storage unit looks like, uh, National Geographic. Um, oh, there's like does it blankets look like Indiana from Indiana Jones. And, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I got like Hindu, you know, statuettes and yeah, yeah. all kinds of strange things. Um, but the remarkable thing when I do get things out of storage will be to, to see what electronics that I held on. Oh, because in the last eight years, do you, do you have any idea what kind of Jump in technology. <laughs> right. I mean, I still I probably it's have exponential. An, I probably, I probably still have an answering machine. Right. Nobody who, who I mean, I, who, I know? have an answering machine. Well, uh, you're <laughs> one of the few people I know that has I'm, a landline. But the, the, right. And, and I'll tell you something that, um, I would be, you probably have a mini disc recorder. Do you have a mini disc recorder? Remember those? Mm-mm. Those were back when, when, when you were going to make you, when comics were first making their, their own albums. Right. You got a mini disc recorder and it's a little, it's a, it's digital, but it's not like now you could just do it on your iPhone. Right. And, um, you know, a CD player and a mini disc recorder and a, t- a cassette player and Walkman. Do you have any of that? Yeah. I think there's a Walkman. There might be a Walkman <laughs> or a disc man. <laughs> a disc man. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. I have an, I have an old iPod touch and that feels super old. <laughs> like the damn thing, it's, it's, it's gotta be from, from 2003, but 
people are like, well, what do you, what do you do with it? And I was like, well, I just plug it into my car. It's amazing. Remember like flip phones? Remember when a flip phone came out? Yeah. I was like, wow, that was so cool. That was a razor. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. And like, uh, I, mean, I remember I had one of those, uh, way longer than I should have before I, I got the iPhone. And, uh, I mean, there came one point where I was ashamed to pull it out right. in public. Oh, but right. when it but when it first came out, it was like, man, this is like Star Trek. Yep. You flip it open, it was like so Star Trek. It yeah, was amazing. Yeah. It's so cool. Uh Tom Rhodes, uh, I love the the grave talk. This is awesome. And uh and we will Has anyone make else's sure- uh, dork hobby uh, been associated with death? Uh, we had the we had Ghost Radar. We had oh, Ghost okay. Radar, Karen Rontowski and uh, Jen Kirkman here in this very this very room. Karen said I have uh, a ghost radar on my iPhone, an app called Ghost Radar. You won't want me to open it up here because that'll tell you if there's a ghost in the room. And I said, no, no, go for it. Heidi McDaniel lived here. And she's, <laughs> she's hovering over your left shoulder. Uh, it turns out it was it was just a picture of a radar. Boop, boop. And there was indeed a ghost in this room. And then the ghost radar app says a word. And Jen Kirkman, it said the word sweater. Or red, I can't remember, but whatever it was, Kirkman goes, Oh my god, I have a red sweater in my car. So, uh, we believe what we want to believe is right. what I'm saying, and um, there might be some ghosts in this, but it's more likely a ghost of a 1951 tract owner, a tract house owner, uh, which is when this house was built. I should come up with a grave app. Oh, you should. The findagrave.com? Yeah, I don't know who runs that. I mean, yeah, yeah, but we, you, we could you usurp could, them. Anyone right. listening? <laughs> help me with this app. TomRhodes.net underscore, uh, at underscore Tom Rhodes for Twitter. And, uh, where are you working? Where, if people happen to live in what? Uh, everywhere. Constantly. Honolulu? I'm, yeah, I'm uh, constantly. You, gonna, uh, I got be... shows in, um, Texas, Atlanta, Minneapolis coming up. Oh, right, shortly. right. Cause you're doing the states right now. Yeah. For, for a couple of months, right? Yeah. So yeah, see him. And see then him I have locally. a little podcast called uh, Tom Rhodes Radio that Jackie Cashian will be on very soon. I'm going to be doing that uh, in about 20 minutes. <laughs> and you know what? I have to plug people. Uh, see, feel free to download my new hour special available at allthingscomedy.com slash record slash Jackie Cashian. It is called This Will Make an Excellent Horcrux. That's right. Named after a Harry Potter joke. Okay. You're all beloved. Take care of each other out there. Bye. All right. That was great. Thanks so much for listening to the show, you guys. Uh, the bonus content, which is Andy and I discussing the show, uh, is available on the apps, the Libsyn sold apps. For some reason, Libsyn is also just posting it for free, so you don't have to buy the app. You can just go to tdf.libsyn.com if you're just downloading it to your iTunes and putting it on some other app to listen to all of the different podcasts that you listen to. So if you want to listen to the bonus content, just go to tdf.libson.com or you can buy the app if you want. And uh, you can also just go to iTunes, by the way, and review the show. iTunes supposedly cares about that. So if you're enjoying the show, and I read them, and that's great. And if you ever want to email me, Jackie at JackieCation.com. The credits, of course. Patrick Brady is going to fix this audio. Thank you, Patrick. Uh, Mike Rickberg composed and sang the intro song. He's going to sing the Mexican hat dance right here in a moment. And Vilmos fixes the website, JackieCation.com, where, by the way, there is a donation button, JackieCation.com and DorkForest.com. Feel free to donate. I'd love everyone to give me a 100 bucks a year. That is $8.33 a month. I have not figured out a way to make that easy for you. You would have to remember that. Or you can just throw me some money. If you don't have any money, 
uh, that's fine as well. But feel free to talk up the show. And if you would like merch, if you'd like a, a Dork Forest t-shirt or a CD of my stand-up comedy or would like to know where I'm doing stand-up, go to JackieCation.com and hook yourself up. There's also an Amazon banner. If you want to, or if you ever order from Amazon, and we all do, go through JackieCation.com and the Amazon banner. Thanks a lot for listening, everybody. See you next week. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat. <laughs> my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh my god. Thank we, you. why don't we just call that as the end of the show?